what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome Podcast. I am your host, the Catalyst of Transformation. Brett Dupree here on this first day uh, before June, before whatever the middle of the year of 2020 is. Thinking about the way of my life going and how I want it to go, I had this feeling, this epiphany, if you will, and it's almost felt like it's a while since I've had an epiphany. I used to have them almost on a daily basis when I first started my spiritual journey. I would just, oh, every day if I can have just one new thought, one new idea that I could go through, that is a great day. And then it became every book. All I wanted was one new thought when I did my two audibles a month, listen to them twice each to make sure this time and the last time. And you know, it's amazing when you listen to a book and then you listen to a book a year later, it's almost a different book, especially if you continue to grow because you're almost a different person and different things will stand out. And you'd be like, what did they even talk about that last time? Or how did I miss it? And that's because certain things are more interesting to you now than they were when you started. And that's just life. Life is all about growth. Life is all about change and to stop change is to stop growth and to stop growth is to become stagnant there is a saying in spirituality that i've always liked if you're not growing you're dying even though it's not 100 percent true it is an idea that constantly want to be you know you want to have that beginner's mind and look for things so that you can continually grow continually one of my favorite poems is actually from jed mckenna It's in my, if you're my Facebook friend, it's in my about section. But my favorite, one of my favorite poems, it starts out as a quote, the beginning part, in my details about you. Actually, I have two of them. One is by J. Krishnamurti. It's not that you must be free from fear. The moment you try to free yourself from fear, you create resistance against fear. Resistance in any form doesn't end fear. What is needed rather than running away or controlling or suppressing or any kind of resistance is understanding fear. That means watch it, learn about it, come directly into contact with it. It's always been one of my favorite sayings, and I love it. But my other fear one I'm talking about is if you're not amazed how naive you were yesterday, you're standing still. If you're not terrified of the next step, your eyes are closed. If you're standing still and your eyes are closed, you're only dreaming you're awake. A cage bird in a boundless sky. What I find is more spiritual people are caged birds. But this is not about caged birds or even freeing yourself. This is about manifestation, a way to create your reality. I guess I need to start anything where I talk about manifestation is I don't believe in the law of attraction. I used to be an avid learner of the law of attraction, listening to over 1,000 if not 5,000 hours of it. I used to especially when I was sad, just lay in my couch and listen to Abraham. Or when I played strategy games, that's what the music would be on the background. Listening to I Drive, I've listened to all their books. I've read their books, read many things on the Law of Attraction. I felt I'm a relative expert on the Law of Attraction and just noticing life and how people deal with it. I come to the conclusion I don't believe in it. I mean, you have to pretty much bend over backwards and create so many laws, so many rules, and always have this idea that 
No one can be pure, so you can pretty much just spiritual anything bad away. Plus, I noticed that the law of attraction creates more sympathy than empathy when people start blaming other people for bad things happening to them as if their vibration wasn't high. And I remember the tipping point mostly. It was not just learning about Brene Brown, which I believe was kind of after this, was when my uncle died. My uncle died. I was in my highest vibrational point in my life. Not in my life, but I was in such a good mood. My, it was my friend's wedding. I was enjoying my friends. I was smoking cigar outside, drinking whiskey, and just having a blast. I had a fun mustache just for the fun of it. I was My vibration was very high, and then he died. On my one of my high vibration days, and just once noticing that, even though it wasn't my manifestation, because it was his manifestation, but just that kind of just was the breaking point where I started unraveling and kind of seeing the almost the con artist way the law of attraction works. But I also don't believe in throwing the baby out with the bath water, and there's a lot of good aspects of the law of attraction, which is creating the life that you want. I don't believe that you, if you write everything down and visualize it, the world will bend over backwards and the universe will just bring things to you. But I do believe if you do view the world in a certain light, you'll notice more opportunities than you'll know, notice roadblocks, and you'll take more good chances Rather than being stuck in fear, you will push for your dreams more. And if you're able to do that, chances of you reaching your dreams is higher. Chance of you going for it is higher. The chance of you doing the things. So I truly believe you can manifest your reality. Even if I don't believe in the way the law of attraction teaches it, I do believe a lot of the law of attraction principles of visualization and having that high vibration towards what you want will allow you to push forward so that you don't get stuck and also will allow you to work on yourself so that you can push forward so you, you don't just get stuck in fear. So I was thinking of this a lot this weekend and one reason why, or last weekend, one reason why I bring up Jed McKenna is I was driving down to Portland. I was listening to his new book or his newest book that's at least on Audible about the dream state, the conspiracy theory. The dream state is kind of like the reality that we live in. And so listening to him talk about that, and I always feel like I have good epiphanies when I listen to Jed McKenna. I really enjoy his books, mostly because it causes me to question my spiritual drive, my path. And I feel like any time you... Stop questioning your path, especially if you're on spirituality or some sort of personal empowerment. You can get stuck in rigidity and become, number one, a douchebag. Or you can continue down to some sort of spiritual ego or you start to just wisp away problems as if they're not actually happening to people. Or you start shaming people for not raising their vibration. I mean, I just think that's a path that's not healthy is what I think most of all. What I'm saying is as I was driving down, I started to think about my books. I have one out called Joyous Expansion, Unleashing Your Passions, Elite Inspired Life. And I'm very proud of two thirds of that book. In fact, if I just go back in time and, or if I did another edition, I'd probably cut out a lot of the intention stuff. Or just turn it into stories so it's not as dry and boring. 
But two thirds of that book I think is really good and I'm very proud of it. And yeah, I think it's great. And, but a lot of things I've grown out of, but that's just the nature of life. But then I always had felt I had two more books in me. One was about being afraid and being an entrepreneur, a business book. And then my spirituality book, my church of awesome Bible, if you will. And the point I'm trying to make, or what I'm trying to say is I always had this idea of how I wrote the book. I mean, I wrote Joyous Expansion. That's my personal growth book. And then I started writing my business book. I want to write my business book as I was building my business so that I can show that I can become successful. And it's almost a way to prove to myself I can become successful. And of course, that didn't work out. I did get 5,000 words in. I haven't read it in years. But at the same time, the other book, the Church of Awesome Bible, originally was going to be called Enlightenment Through Beer, Boobs, and Bacon, but unfortunately I have matured and that title doesn't fit with me, so that'll at least be a chapter title. Or I'll call it formally known, the Bible of the Church of Awesome, formerly known as Enlightenment Through Beer, Boobs, and Bacon. Unfortunate Growth. The story of unfortunate growth or something like that. I don't know. But then over that weekend, I just had the epiphany that it's time for me to manifest the Church of Awesome, but not manifest it in a way that is about creating it, but utilizing that Bible to manifest what I want the Church of Awesome to be and how I want to be as a leader of the Church of Awesome, living by the Ten Commandments of the Church of Awesome, living towards my awesome self and what that actually means, and to utilize the book as a way for me to process what I need to do to become the person that I know that I can be, the person that my anxieties cause me to not go for, the person who is willing to push through and actually do what I envision for this group, which is just post daily, which shouldn't be too much. And it's not that hard. I post daily on my regular Facebook page, but I just put so much pressure on myself for here. And it's about trying to be the person who handles that pressure that I put on myself and just enjoy to grow this as the way that I believe I should grow it in the way that I'm enjoying myself. I'm loving what I'm doing and then people being attracted to that. And that's how I always wanted the Church of Awesome to grow. I wanted to grow in a way that is organic to attract the people whose message it resonates with. And in sort of the law of attraction anyway, but not always in the law of attraction anyway. Also in the advertising and getting it out there sort of way. So my intention is... By, when I say intention, that always gives me room to not do it. <laughs> my intention is to start tomorrow in writing this book, my magnum opus, and hopefully in a year, June 2021, be finished with it to a point where at least I can start on the process of making it into an actual book. And I will be having to the point where I am manifesting the Church of Awesome, what I want it to be, how I want my followers, if you will. I don't even know a good name for them. I don't want followers. I want awesome ears. That's a dumb name. You know what I'm saying. What I want it to look like, because I truly believe that's how you create the life you want. You start with yourself. Who are you? Who do you want to be? And honest. I and mean, it's hard to be honest. And the 
honest aspect is as you get better at it, you're going to change over and over again. And you're going to get to the point where you look at yesterday and you're going to go, holy crap, what the was I thinking? I was a dumb person who, and that happens. Some of the things I believed, some of the ways I acted through my personal experience, my personal development experience, I'm ashamed of today. Some of the thoughts I had, I'm ashamed of today. I've been questioning everything lately. My love of David Data, Joe Dispenza, even Brene Brown, who I absolutely still adore. I still question that Brian Katie had a huge influence in my life, and I question that. I always want to question everything. As long as I have the privilege of having an examined life, I'm going to take advantage of it. An examined life is a life not worth living, but I do also believe you need the privilege to do so. So always being able to look at yourself and love yourself and be honest with yourself to how much love you're spreading. And who do you want to be? Because that's where it starts with. No matter what you build, it starts with who you are. Because who you are is always a direct reflection of what you build. And I know I have great capacity to build something awesome. And that's one of the beauties of when I did the Lightworker Toastmasters is that it showed me what I can do, what I can accomplish. I can get people to follow me. I can get people to believe in my vision. I can also help create an environment where people are served and grow because I've just watched people grow for a year and a half to two years and it's been amazing. So I know I have that ability to do so. And that's one thing about having those little victories in your life. And it's always good to look at your past and celebrate your victories and learn from your victories and look from the things that don't work and go through that process of healing that, but then utilizing your past, your successes and your failures to create the person that you are and who you want to become and then doing the steps to do so. And one of the ways is to journal, but I don't like journaling. I like writing stuff out to other people. That's how I process. I'm not good at processing while writing to myself, I'm more better processing, just getting stuff out there. So writing this book is how I'm going to process. Writing this book is how I'm going to work on manifesting who I am and the life that I want. So I'm asking you, my fellow awesome ears, I don't like that word, but I'm using it right now. Who do you want to be? This is always, this is the reason why this is the number one commandment. Of the Church of Awesome because it's the most important, always changing as well. Who do you want to be? How do you want to be seen in this world? Ideally, how do you want people to see you? Ideally, how do you want people to interact with you? How do, how do you want to interact with people? How do you want to interact with the people who love you? How do you want to interact with the people who hate you? How do you want to interact with people who agree with you? How do you want to interact with people who disagree with you? How do you want to spread love and joy and passion in this world? Who do you want to be and find a way for for you to do it if it's journaling if it's visioning if it's because church of awesome is always about finding your placebo so if if you have something in you and you want to write a book start writing your book in fact if you're listening to this and you feel like you want to write a book but you're trying to wait until you are a specific person or a specific place put that thought away and start now your book will be your process your book will be your growth and think of it that way. Think of your book as if you're writing about who you want to become. The person at the end of your personal journey. Write the book from that angle. 
Because this is you writing your story. And as you're going through that, putting more of your story, your personal story, your personal story from your past that is informing your future. And write it down. That's how we're changing in the Church of Awesome. And that's going to be the process. And I invite you to come along with me. Write your book as if you are the person that you believe you are going to become. The person that you're awesome person what book would they write what advice would they give what would they tell people what stories would they'll tell come join me in my journey of manifestation i mean everyone tells you to write a letter about how things are but does anyone tell you to write an entire book it only has to be like a hundred pages that's a lot but if you write a book of your ultimate self of what you truly want to believe and work towards that Imagine the change that you can create as you manifest your life. Just imagine it. Because that's what I'm going to do. At least I hope so. I'm so good at making. Maybe that will be one of the chapters I first write tomorrow is keeping commitments. And what that means. Because I want to be a person who keeps commitments. Because that is what it means to be an awesome person. I've rambled for long enough. So join me or not. Doesn't matter. I love you anyway. But one thing I do want to say, my friends, is to be love. To be joy. To be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out the churchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.